재미와 지식의 오디오 라이프 팝빵. What time is it? Do you know what time it is? 
infrastructure, and they are considered a very advanced economy. It's considered a safe haven. Okay, now maybe you can help us understand this question because typically when you have this sort of uh, very uh, uh, broad-based view of the situation, a devalued won against the dollar is good for exporters because your products are cheaper um, overseas. It's more competitive. Uh, there is this concern of capital flight, as you've been talking about. So are they counterbalancing each other, or are there pros and cons in, the, in this? Well, there definitely are a, a lot of pros and cons, but I think we had uh, some conversation here earlier. A lot of economists and businessmen were arguing for the depreciation of the yuan because the capital flight uh, doesn't seem to be a lot. Mm. Uh, when uh, Korea lowered its uh, interest rate t- uh, last year, there wasn't that much of a capital flight. And uh, Japanese uh, yen, as well as uh, other currencies, were devaluating last year. So uh, we thought that perhaps Korean won needed to devalue as well. Uh, and that's what's happening. So yeah. uh, some people should be happy, except it's happening too quickly. I see. Uh, so there is a possibility that the, if this accelerates, there will be a chance of capital, serious capital flight. And because it is happening so quickly, companies do not really have the opportunity to adjust to the situation and take advantage of the uh, lower exchange rates. And uh, there's another counterpart. Uh, because the uh, yuan has depreciated, the uh, price of imports may rise. Mm. So mm. Uh, that's another problem that uh, could be uh, facing Korea. Which would not be good for the average Joes here who right. are not necessarily major exporters, but they're just trying to buy basic uh, exactly. necessities in life. Okay, what do you make of this idea of verbal intervention or signaling to the markets that, hey, we are, we've got some uh, ammunition at our disposal and we are set to use it to make sure we bring some stability to, to the one. Uh, was that a pretty sound strategy? Well, it's the first step that you have to try. Uh, in these uh, foreign exchange markets, the uh, government is a tiny player compared to the entire market, but compared to other players, they're the biggest uh, player in the market. Mm. So if this is maybe just a bubble or maybe something that's uncertain, then sometimes uh, these kind of verbal uh, warnings, uh, jawboning, can actually work uh, without uh, putting any of the uh, Korea's current exchange, uh, current uh, reserves into uh, actual purchases. So it's the first step that they have to try. In your personal economic view, and we've heard differing opinions from other uh, uh, experts who've joined us as far as uh, intervention goes, whether it's verbal and whether that is effective in itself and whether you're saying you're the biggest player in this market but you're also a very small player in in the wider scheme of things, generally speaking, to call a spade a spade, I mean, there are governments around the world that do actively intervene in their currency markets. Is it generally a sound economic strategy to actually involve yourself in your own currencies markets? Well, if you're confident that this is uh, outside the uh, equilibrium that your currency could be, uh, should be in, then it's something that you have to do. Now, the problem is uh, we, don't actually, we don't really know sometimes whether this is a true equilibrium. And there's also a lot of political factors involved. So what we've seen in the past is if the government had miscalculated uh, that uh, they were, were not 
uh, they were at equilibrium, but not at a level that they would like politically, then they would throw all their uh, foreign currency reserves to try to change the exchange rate, but all they end up doing is either causing inflation or running out of reserves. On the other hand, there has been also cases where uh, some bubbles or s bubbles which were starting were cut off by these type of government interventions. So the tools could be good and could be bad, but it really depends a lot on the expertise of the technocrats who mm. are uh, examining uh, the situation. Do, do Korea's technocrats have the chops to, to do this for the most part? Uh, I have confidence in technocrats. I'm not, I don't always have confidence in their bosses. Aha, and that's where you're saying the, uh, the political. political components of this can uh, muddy up the waters a bit. Uh, as uh, we've been talking about uh, currency, uh, the won, uh, how that stacks up against the rest of the world is always a big issue here, and we've been talking quite a bit, uh, including with Professor Yang, about the concerns overall with the Korean economy uh, and with exports uh, going down and all of these problems with volatility, not just in the stock markets but also in the currency markets. So we're going to continue this discussion in Part 2 of our economic focus. We'll also be joined by an expert from London School of Economics as well. Give us your thoughts. Text us at pound 1013 for 51. Stay tuned. You're listening to Primetime.